Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. I would humbly submit that this is the best piece of music that we're playing on the show currently. Even better than Ninja Gaia. For the weekend. Well, I don't know if we'll finish our conversation on comeback player of the year. Now, if not, we'll we'll finish it tomorrow um, on the show as we get you set to bet the NFL. We'll hit all the award markets as we move towards the week of Labor Day, obviously, the start of the NFL regular season, which is really awesome. Um, comeback player of the year is an interesting betting market this year. Um, obviously, after the situation that unfolded in the um, the penultimate Monday night football game of the season with the Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals with Damar Hamlin, um, the cardiac arrest and like that horrific situation. And Hamlin is is back. Right. And he's a, a training camp and like it's everything's really great. And he's going to be able to play in the regular season, it looks like, which is really awesome. Uh, and as a result, Damar Hamlin is a big favorite in this market to win comeback player of the year. Um, Ken, before I read the prices here, do you want to set us up here, set the table with comeback player of the year criteria? Is that even like a thing? Obviously, this is like a very strange market that can lend to some like oddball winners and like just oddball sorts of like situations where players win. Sure. Uh, I think there's like a lot of awards where people try to say it's like, oh, this is a narrative award. And it's not. It's like driven by who has the best season, like who has the best stats, who has the best numbers, whatever. MVP. Not really a narrative award. Are you the quarterback of the number one seed? Do you have great numbers? Then you win. Uh, that kind of stuff. There's definitely some narrative involved here. Like, how do you tell the difference between someone who has a great story, who's a good player and plays well, versus another player who has a great story? Somebody whose story is greater? What a stupid conversation to have. And that's what comeback player of the year is. And, uh, you know, Geno Smith wins last year. What Was his comeback from being bad that much more significant than Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey's comeback from injury? How do you decide what are the value judgments of those comebacks? That's uh, not possible to figure out other than just listening to what the voters are saying or how the sport is being covered and then being like, oh, I guess they're going to go with that guy. And like this market was a big win for me last year because it seemed like people were in on the Geno Smith storyline. Um, what was his, you probably, were, what was the quote with the Jets? Like something like they call it, like, I'm not calling them back. What was it? What was the quote? It's, with that one, of, it's one of like the great lines ever. Like uh, they told, I, I'd have to look it up. I don't want to butcher it. I'm going to, I'm going to find it, but it was a really great okay. quote. So just, you know, the, this was uh, I didn't bet this award uh, before the year last year, really uh, not for any serious money and uh, whatever you can call serious money with comeback player of the year. And uh, I don't think Geno Smith was even listed in the market. So we're going to go through these names and um, <laughs> you can do the quote in a second. They just, we're going to go through these names, understand that it is not, not likely, but it is possible the winner of this award is not on this list. He's just not on here because we don't know what the narratives are going to be this year and who's going to outperform expectation to a degree that we didn't expect. And so this is guesswork by like, how many names do we want to put up? If you're a sports book, I don't know. Let's put up these names. It's all very haphazard and not well thought through. And somebody like Geno Smith falls through the cracks sometimes. So just understand, like, of all the awards, you definitely don't have to bet this one now because you might not even be able to bet on the guy who wins. Uh, Geno Smith was like 25 to one week three, week four last year. Price dropped from there. He ends up winning. So um, I, I think I would start there. They're like, don't winner might not even be on the list. And then I do want to do another part of the handicap. And then we can have a DeMar Hamlin discussion because it's going to lead into that. The history you say we have oddball winners, I think was the term that you use. That is true. I will say if there is a common thread through comeback player of the year, historically, it is that 
the winner of the award has typically been either a quarterback who starts. So like a quarterbacks are a special class, obviously of player and a special position. It's like a quarterback of some caliber. It doesn't have to be like a great all pro quarterback quarterback of some caliber with a great story or someone at a different position with like pro bowl or all pro on their resume prior to winning the award. Like these, this is an award that goes to great players. Like that's actually the story of this. It's great stories and great players. And sometimes it's both. And so I, I think when we turn the attention to the DeMar Hamlin conversation, it's not that he can't win or that this isn't like a done deal and people are going to vote for him or whatever, but like, Everyone who argues for DeMar Hamlin being a lock is going to argue Alex Smith, who like obviously like basically almost lost his leg crazy. And there's a documentary, a long documentary about his comeback, which is great. He's a quarterback. Like it's just different. He was also the number one pick in the draft. Again, different. So just like that's different. Eric Berry, who like came back from a healthy all pro level player before it happened. Like it's just not the same. Like you know, Teddy Bruschi, pro, like multiple Pro Bowls before winning, like the caliber player. This is like a celebration of a typically good or great player that comes back and wins the award. Or it is a quarterback who has a great story. Gino, Chad Pennington, Alex Smith. Like this is where you get into some guys which are like, oh, well, like they're, they're kind of mediocre. It's just all of this feels like something. And I'll just say, DeMar Hamlin feels like something completely different than those things. And that doesn't even mean that he like shouldn't win or isn't deserving whatever. His thing feels way different than this thing. That's like the right way I can put it to start. Yeah, and like, and I know people go, "Oh my god, how could you uh, talk to Tamar Hamlet?" Like, we're yeah, then don't show. get offended and go listen to something else. Like, I, we're going to yeah. talk about this a lot this year, like every week. And I think there might be a lot of money to be made, so like everyone can shove it on being like really, really offended by this. So. Yeah, because like obviously, like everyone's really happy that Tamar Hamlin's healthy and that he's doing well, and hope he has a long like like happy prosperous life and career also like would never bet him in this market at this price it is worth noting ken that earlier in the off seasons we've touched on this market a couple of times he was like minus like 450 like a couple of months ago so the price is like dropped a little bit here but still like it's a huge a heavy favorite here at minus 275 now at bet mgm the numbers are a little out of order here meaning that like there's a guy at 40 to 1 then a guy at 20 to 1 so i'm just going to read names and prices here and i'm going to read a lot of them because it's almost like all interesting and they're all big numbers behind damar hamlin so like Maybe you hear a name and you're like, oh, I kind of like this, right? So Hamlin minus 275. Tua Tonga Vailoa, plus uh, uh, 20 to 1. I, I think like, what's, I feel like, what's he coming back from? Like, I guess he missed the end of last year, but that one feels a little flimsy to me with Tua. Russell Wilson, 25 to 1, coming back from being bad. Trey Lance at 40 to 1. Man, he might have a really good case if he goes somewhere else and actually plays because, or today, name the Niners third string quarterback. Then not at practice. Brandon Allen was the third string quarterback. It feels likely that Trey Lance will be on another team come week one of the NFL regular season. Lamar Jackson at 20 to 1. Again, like, what's he coming back from? Missed the last couple of games of the season. Cooper Cup at 30 to 1, I know, is one that that we think is interesting. Mac Jones at 80 to one Stafford at 40 Baker, 66 Damian Pierce at 50, like insane that he's listed. John Mechie is 20 to one. I mean, he's coming back from leukemia. Literally. Like I think he's someone that merits consideration. Derek Carr, 66 Calvin Ridley, 50 coming back from gambling. I don't know if the NFL will ever give it to him. Jonathan Taylor at 30 coming back from having an insane owner. Brees Hall at 20 Kyler, 80 Javante Williams, 40. He's a little interesting. Odell Beckham at 50 Carson, Wentz isn't on a team right now. He's 200 to one. 
And we just we keep going down the board here. Jamal Adams is 80. Sam Darnold's 50. Rashawn Gary's 80. Um, there's a lot more. Michael Thomas at 66. A lot more names listed here. Deshaun Watson, 66. Imagine. Imagine him ever winning this award. So I gave oh, you a yeah, lot of names. I'll come up, give him a big hug. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, right. so. yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's a photo op that the commission can't wait to can't wait to have. I don't think he's ever going to win. A lot more names listed, which kind of speaks to the volatility here, Ken, of this award. Do any of the names I just read to you, do any of them stand out or like any other thoughts on this market? Yeah. Uh, one you didn't read and uh, a couple that you did. And I, I want to be clear, like I have not bet a player to win this award yet. And so it's really just like, my goal here is to, in the first couple weeks of the year, try to narrow the list of non-Demar Hamlin players who I think have like a really, really good chance to win and then and then bet the hell out of them. And like, that's the goal here. So I, I don't know if in week one that, or if prior to week one, that's going to happen. Um, for people who are saying like, well, like listen to everything everyone's saying about Demar Hamlin, how is it not a lock that he wins given like the, the insane health scare that he's coming back from? And my response would be two things. One, a gambling thing and one, a not thing. Let's do the not thing. Uh, it's impossible for anybody to figure out how everyone's going to feel about this six months from now. On August 23rd, this seems impossible. How could he not win? Like we just, like he's back at camp. The the vibes are tremendous. They're reporting on it. Like, like what a what a heroic thing to like even be back on the field. Like what a comeback. You can't tell me we know how we're all gonna feel in February. And I'm just telling you. I think this thing's going to feel really old in February. And that's not to like make light of the thing or to be like, it's not important or it's not interesting. We have really short attention spans and we played zero games. We're going to get to February and we're going to go back to this. It just like, it doesn't match with like how humans work. It doesn't like, it doesn't make any sense. If the award was handed out today for like, you know, they do like a preseason all conference in like college football. If there was a preseason comeback player of the year award, DeMar Hamlin would win. Like, I'll freely admit that. That's, like, not even close. I just think, like, we're all really bad at figuring out how we're all going to think about something six months from now. And I think it's likely that we will look back on this and be like, man, that was crazy. Remember at last year's NFL honors when he got up with, like, the all the, like, the first responders? They did it again at the ESPYs. They, like, recreated that moment. Like, we have honored and recognized this a lot, and it's great that we did so. And by the time we get to next February, it will have been a year since we did that. He's definitely winning. And people be like, well, well, then like what happens? Well, there are two things that could happen. One is this just kind of fades a little bit because he's on the roster and he plays and maybe makes a couple plays. Maybe he doesn't, it doesn't really matter. And like, we end up gravitating for this award toward kind of like how it's truly been awarded previously. And DeMar Hamlin's story is like really notable, but it's just not, like I said, it's just not this. It's just not this. There's nothing in the rule book that says we have to honor this with, with comeback player of the year specifically, which leads to the second point. Why can't we create a new award? The Damar Hamlin Award for Courage that we give out every single year. Like, you don't think Goodell's like licking his chops to come up with this thing and get it every single year? Like, it could just be a new thing. And then guess who doesn't win this one? Him. So just like, how do we know? And the price is insane. And then the backup part of it, uh, or the, the, the gambling part of it rather is, okay, like in week one, if Damar Hamlin is just like playing like a couple snaps, and he's listed as the backup right now. And, you know, he doesn't make like a, a really game-changing player or an interception, something like really seismic. He just kind of, again, like what if the average outcomes happen? This price is going down. It's going to like minus a thousand when he does nothing. That's what's going to happen to this market. Meanwhile, everybody else on the board's having 10 touchdowns. These are like the star players of the NFL. Just like think about price here. 
he's going to do nothing and it's going to go up. That's what's going to, in what gambling universe does that ever happen to any market? Like Jackson Smith, this would be like Jackson Smith and Jigba's price is actually going to go down to win rookie of the year. Be like, well, he had wrist surgery. He's like, not going to play. Nope. Going to go down. Like why, why is that going to happen? So like, even if you think he's going to win it, this is the worst bet I've ever seen for any point in the season. Because like he's not gonna do anything to make the price change. Then it then we're gonna get later in the year and everyone's gonna pull out their ballots. And if he's on it, then the price will crash again. But that's not gonna happen like before the year starts. We're already there. Like everyone's already all in that this has to happen. Like the only thing that can happen is the opposite. So just like I, I don't understand why you would and there's people on like this is free money, bet anything you can on this, like it's oh, gonna happen. I, now that's so now, terrible. Now I know it's a bad bet. Now I know that we're right. Because, like, when people feel like that, there's a mania around a bet like this, it's almost certainly going to be overvalued or flawed in some way. And it's like it creates this, like, free money sensation that's not actually true. So just, like, look, I, it's like, okay, so tell me who to bet on. It's like, look, that's that's not the goal of this. And the goal of this is to point out this is a very, 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 very vulnerable favorite for a very unorthodox reason. And it makes it very interesting. But, like... The winner may not even be on the list. Just like be open-minded that when we get to February and it's impossible to put ourselves in that situation, you're going to read like ballots and polls and writing where it's like, this actually may not get mentioned a whole lot. Like it just might not because it's six months from now. And like we have terribly short attention spans and that's not the history of this award specifically. Like it, it doesn't have to be this just because, like, it seems like it right now. That's that's kind of like what I would say. I I'm really happy. I don't I don't consume a lot of sports betting content aside from you know like doing the show. I feel like I would throw something into the wall if I heard someone on like a podcast saying like this is free money to bet the late two seventy five with Tamar Hamlin to win comeback player of the year. Well, in it August. was when it was more. He was minus seven hundred uh, a couple weeks ago. It's like, and this is it. Just I I don't I don't get it. And I, maybe it's because everything's being obscured by what like a what a you know crazy story it is like what just an unexpected thing that happened to someone and so that obscures how we think about stuff. It's not touchdowns and extra points and field goals and just like the normal football vernacular. So maybe that's making people think things that aren't true or are actually not as likely as you think. Um, just like he can win, we can all get to the end, and this is what happens. But like, man, there are so many red flags for why it's not going to be like that. I would be, let's at least like be really cautious about declaring this some kind of great situation to bet into. Uh, we'll talk about some names, specific names tomorrow on the show on a tremendous football Thursday. I'm just curious, who is the name I didn't mention that you were interested in? Is it Jimmy Garoppolo? Because I did not mention Jimmy G. No, uh, Chase Young. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he's 80. Uh, I see 100. But like... Number former number two overall pick, all, like one rookie of the year. What's the difference between his candidacy and Saquon's last year, aside from the position that they play? It's almost identical, and Saquon came in second. Okay, good enough for me. We'll give you more names coming up tomorrow on the show for Comeback Player of the Year. But coming up next, we'll wrap up this wonderful Football Wednesday edition of the show with our bets for tonight, and we'll give you some golf thoughts for this weekend here on the Beck UL Network.